Hello, good afternoon. Saint the Raman here for through the Bible. Um, today is a special day. I will do two devotions because yesterday I didn't post. I didn't do my devotional for day 17, 17th day of June. So that's what I will start with, and then later on I will do the next episode. I will do. So let's dive in it and may the Lord be with us as we read through. May He convict our hearts. May He open our eyes to see the wonderful things, the wonderful laws, the wonderful statutes in His Word. May we know Him more. May we know our Father. May we know our God kind of knowing that bears fruit. And even as we know our Lord, may, may we be generous enough to share it with the world. Because we are just beggars who found bread. Therefore, Above all else, as we read through the scriptures, may we know God. May we know Yahweh. Amen. So today's scripture will come from 1 Kings 18, 1 to 46. I'll make it yesterday's scripture, but I'll read it today. Acts 11, 1 to 30. Psalm 51, 1 to 21, and Proverbs 17, 12 to 13. And I will read. After many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. Now, chapter 17, we saw Elijah um, prophesying that for, uh, from that day onward, there will be no rain in the land until the next time he speaks that there will be rain and uh, 
God's heart to follow her gods. And um, God sends Elijah to the wilderness and there he feeds him for a period of time and then he tells him to wake up and go to a certain widow and there the widow um, takes care of Elijah. This is a continuation of um, the whole story. So the word of the Lord came to Elijah, saying, Go show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria, and Ahab called Obadiah. Obadiah. This part of the world. Who was over the household. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. And when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by, uh, by fifties in the cave and fed them with water and bread. And Ahab said to Obadiah, Go through the land to all the springs of water and all the valleys. Perhaps we may find uh, grass and save the horses and mules alive. Mules alive and not lose some of the animals. So they divided the land between them to pass through it. Ahab went one direction by himself and Obadiah went in another direction by himself. Verse 7. Now as Obadiah was on one way, on the way, behold, Elijah met him. And Obadiah recognized him and fell on his face and said, Is it you, my lord Elijah? And he answered him, It is I. Go tell your Lord, Behold, Elijah is here. And he said, How have I sinned that you would give your servant into the hands of Ahab to kill me? As the Lord your God lives, there is no nation or kingdom where my Lord has not sent to seek you. And when they would say he is not here, he would take an oath and when they would say he is not here he would take an oath of the kingdom or nation that they had not found you and now you say go tell your Lord behold Elijah is here and as soon as I have gone from you the spirit of the Lord will carry you and I I know not where is his virgin will say the spirit of the Lord will carry you to God knows where and so where I come to tell when I come to tell Ahab that he cannot find you but sorry and when I come and tell Ahab and he cannot find you he will kill me although I your servant has have feared the Lord for my youth has it not been told, my Lord, that I did with what I did with Jezebel, when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord? <clears throat> Sorry. 
how I hid a hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifties in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And now you say, go tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here. I mean, this dude is scared. This dude is afraid of Ahab. And for good reason. Because now Ahab is married to this woman called Jezebel, who is killing prophets of the Lord, left, right, and center. He is killing them. Okay? And they have been looking for Elijah. Remember, God took him to a, uh, to a, uh, uh, he took him to the, I don't know, desert, where he was feeding him uh, and, and, and keeping him there. They couldn't find him. All right? They couldn't find him. So here is Elijah. He just shows up and then tells Obadiah, hey, um, tell you what. Go tell your, your king, your lord, that uh, I'm here. Yeah. And now all these scenarios are playing in Obadiah's head like, really? What have I done that, you, that I deserve this? Man, this guy will kill me. Because number one, I know the minute I turn my eyes off you, God will carry you somewhere else. And when I go tell the king that you're here and he comes and not find you, guess what? I'm dead. But this is what Elijah says. As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to Elijah, went to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is that you, you trouble of Israel? Oh, you trouble of Israel. Wow. And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you have, and your father's house, because you have abandoned the commandments of the Lord and followed the, the, the Baals. Now therefore send and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel, and the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. Oh, now this is a challenge right now. This is when, you know, we, we separate the wheat from the chaff. Let's see who's who now. All right, Elijah knows his God and he knows that Israel has been corrupted by Jezebel's gods, you know, Baals and, 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 and Asherah. And, and, and now he's their prophet. These are around 450 plus 400. These are 850 prophets, false prophets. Yo, these people came early. They came early. And I cannot emphasize enough. Test their spirit. Test their spirit. Are they prophets of God? Are they prophets of Baal? Are they prophets of, of, of darkness? Who is talking to you? What spirit are they operating under? Who is talking to you and what spirit are they operating under? Test every spirit. Do not mock the prophets though, but test every spirit. The Bible says that. Let me 
let me go there for a second. It's 1 Thessalonians 19. 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.19 Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. God's word is constant, people. It never changes. God's word never changes through generations. It has always been constant and true. Test the spirit. I just felt like saying that right there. Now, verses 20. So Ahab sent um, all the people of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. And Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. This is like, you know that sales speech when they tell you all this, this product, all this product is and what it's not. They tell you this product will do this and that and that. Invest in this product, buy this product. If it doesn't say what, I, what I'm saying it's, it's doing, it's supposed to do, I'll give you your money back. This is that kind of talk right now. This is that kind of talk. The money back talk. All right, I call it the money back talk. If the Lord is not God, follow Baal. He's right now he's saying it bluntly, he's plain like if you know God is true, follow God. But if you know he's not, then follow Baal. No problem. It's the money money back talk. And the people did not answer him a word. You know why? Cuz the spirit of the Lord was convicting their hearts. They knew the Bible says that everyone knows that there's a God. Everyone um, knows that they're a sinner. Everyone knows that um, there's eternity. God has put eternity in the hearts of men. Um, so their hearts were being convicted. That's why they said nothing. Because they knew this dude is talking the truth. We, 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 we tripped him. Then Elijah said to the people, I... Even I only am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Bro, this is a tough time, man. Imagine you are the only person remaining as a prophet of the Lord. And everybody else, it's you against the world. Let two bulls be given to us. Let them choose one bull from the, for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood, but put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood and put no fire to it. Now here's the challenge. Number one, uh, Elijah presents a challenge. Okay. Number two, he's giving them the why. Why do you, you know, it's like a proposal right now. Number one, here's a challenge. Number two, this is the reason for the challenge. Number three, here are the rules of the challenge. All right. Number two, verses 24. And you call upon the name of your God, small g, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. Wow. Now, this is where, this is faith. Remember, faith without action is dead. Now, he could have 
chosen to do something else, but he chose this. And um, he's telling them, this is, these are the rules. Bring your bull. I bring my bull. With sacrifices, you put it on the wood. Don't put fire on it. Call on your God, and I call on my God. If your God answers, cool. If my God answers, great. But whoever answers by fire, the God who answers by fire, today we will know he is God. Elijah is not playing. And all the people answered, it is well spoken. Yeah, let's do it. Then Elijah said to the prophet of Baal, choose for yourself one bull and prepare it first. I mean, Elijah is so confident with his God, he's even given Baal the first first chance. Like, you go ahead, I'll wait, I'll wait. It's almost like he's telling them, hey, show me another God like Yahweh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Man, this is how, this is how we should know our God. This is how we should know our God. To the point where, like, show me one like Him. I will wait. Hallelujah. Then, uh, Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose for yourself one bull and prepare it first. For you are many. Okay, you, <laughs> you is this 450 of you, this one bull, I mean, you, you know, you go ahead. But put no fire to it. And they took the bull that was given them and they prepared it for, and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon. Bro, that's a lot of hours, man. Saying, oh Baal, answer us. But there was no voice and no one answered. And they limped around the altars they had made. Okay, now this like a ritual type of stuff. And at noon, Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry louder. I mean, um, for he is a god. Either he is uh, musing or he is relieving himself. Or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep. I mean, he must be waking. I mean, um, uh, hey, folks, uh, you, you've been here long enough. Tell you what, how about you, you cry louder? I mean, probably, you know, he, he's living himself, maybe. Call him louder. I mean, yeah, call him louder. Or, I, I mean, it probably went on a journey. Or maybe maybe he's asleep, so please do it louder. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their custom. That is that word. God said, they cut themselves after their custom with swords and lances until the blood glashed out upon them. Now, I have seen this being preached around I have seen um, cultures around the world preaching this and they say it's Christianity and they say that um, you have to uh, make yourself suffer beat your flesh literally beat it with lashes and, and, and walk long miles bare feet and carry heavy loads I don't know beat yourself then 
and God will forgive you. That's now the gospel of Jesus Christ. I just want to put that out. That's the gospel of demons. And as midday passed, they, wait, as I speak that, I was reminded of Galatians 1.5. Paul says this to the church of Galatians, to the people, to the Galatians. If we or another, an angel from heaven should preach to you another gospel, contrary to the one we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one that you receive, let him be accursed. What is the gospel that we have received? That Jesus is God incarnate. Jesus is God in flesh. He came to to the world to save the world. He came to take away the sins of the world by giving up his life on the cross because we couldn't do it for ourselves. Jesus Christ took our place on that cross and died a death we should we deserved to die. And a great exchange happened. That in the belief in believing in Jesus, your sins are taken away, they are forgiven, and you are presented before God as righteous. And there is no other way to God but Christ. There is no other name given to man that they should be saved, save the name of Jesus Christ. That in Christ, the fullness of God dwelt in him. And through Jesus, we receive forgiveness of sin and we are saved from the wrath to come. And there is a wrath that God will pour out on the world. It is written in uh, uh, Colossians 3. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurities, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry, other gods. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. And then, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 1, um, 10. Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Jesus came to take away the sins of the world. If anybody else teaches you anything contrary to that, when they say that there, there cannot be one way to God, that uh, you can save yourself by punishing your flesh, you cannot gospel is clear. Only Jesus can save us. And thanks be to God that through Jesus we receive forgiveness of our sins because had God dealt with us in our sin, no one would stand. And that is life. Verses 29. And as midday passed, 
they raved on until the time of the offering of the oblation I don't know what that is what is oblation but there was no voice no one answered no one paid attention Then Elijah said to all the people, Come near to me. And all the people came near to him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord. Remember, they had um, they had teared down the altars of God in different places where uh, Israelites would go and offer sacrifices to God and, and, and worship God. So the, these false prophets, uh, through Jezebel and the kings before them, uh, they had teared down God's altars. All right, so that is why Elijah is repairing them. Uh, then Elijah uh, took the twelve uh, stones, according to the numbers of the tribes of the sons of, uh, of Jacob. So twelve stones representing the tribes of Israel, um, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, "Israel shall be your name." All right, Jacob, Israel had twelve sons. And when the stones he built, and with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two. Now, what name is that? Sears. What's a Sears? A Sears is about seven quarts or 7.3 liters. <laughs> he dug a trench that could contain up to 7.3 liters of water, of seed. Okay, of seed. And he put wood in order and cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, Fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. Now this this now this is to show he is he is presenting every way possible that people shall not say it was a hoax. He is saying, wet the wood, wet the meat. Four jars. Was it four jars? Four jars. Right? And he said, do it a second time. He's like, just to be sure wait it some more and they did it a second time and he said do it a third time he's like eh, just, just to be sure just one more time one more time and they did it a third time and the water ran around the altar and filled the trench also with water all right now this is elijah telling the people that you may know that there is a god in heaven this is a this is a moses type of miracle this is a parting the sea type of miracle that you cannot unsee that you cannot not believe you know um and at the time verses 36 of the offering of the oblation elijah the prophet came near and said oh lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, 
and that I am your servant and that I will have done all these things in at your word. See that? It's the same prayer that Jesus prayed when he was calling Lazarus out of the tomb. He said that they will believe that you have sent me. It's the same thing Elijah is saying. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me. That these people may know that you, O Lord, are God. And that you have turned their hearts back. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. It's the wrath of God, bro. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. And Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Let no one of them escape. And they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon and slaughtered them there. Sin is messy, people. Sin is messy. Sin is messy. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the rushing of rain. First, there had to be a cleansing. You had to get your house in order. Alright? So Ahab went up and to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of the mount of Mount Carmel, and he bowed himself down to the earth and put his face between his knees. And he laid his he said to his servant, Go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again. Seven times. And as a seventh time, seven symbolizes perfection. Okay. Seven oh, it's a number of perfection in the Bible. That's how that's what I know. Um the seventh time he said behold a little cloud like a man's hand is raising from the sea rising from the sea and he said go up say to Ahab prepare your chariots and go down lest the rain stop you and in a little while the heavens grew black with cloud and wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his garment and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Israel. Few things to learn about this man. Number one, um, you have to persist in prayer. There are instances that um, miracles happen instantly. There are other places where um, you need to persist. Because here we see Elijah. Remember, at his word, the rain was supposed to come, right? But he had to send the, um, 
he's serving seven times out. Hey, go look at the go look what's out there. Hey, go look what's out there. Go look what's out there. Seven times. He didn't stop. He didn't stop on the fifth time or the second time or the seventh time. He had to continue. Persistent prayer, people of God. Persistent prayer. And God will do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name. Now we go to Acts. Now, the apostles, verse 1, and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God, Peter's obedience. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party, the circumcision party criticized him, saying, he went to and circumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began and explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, something like a great sheep descending, being let down from heaven uh, by its four corners. And it came down to me. Looking at it closely, I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air. And I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, No, by no means, Lord. For nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice of the Lord answered, but the voice answered the second time from heaven. What God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times, and all was drawn up into heaven. And behold, at the very moment three men arrived at the house, in which we were sent to me from Caesarea. And the Spirit told me to go to them, making no distinction. These six brothers also accompanied me. And we entered uh, the man's house. And he told us how he had seen the angel um, stand in the house and say, Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will declare to you a message by which you will be saved. God is out there looking out for everybody. It's just up to us to be obedient to go. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them just as on us at the beginning. And I remembered the whole the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? When they heard these things, they fell silent and they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. Repentance that leads to life, the turning away that leads to life. Now those who were uh, 
scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. Okay. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke, spoke to the Hellenists. Hellenists. Also preaching the, uh, the Lord Jesus. And uh, the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. Wherever Jesus went, he did good. If we follow us of Jesus, we follow his principles. Everywhere we go, we tell them share the gospel. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them all for, uh, to remain faithful to the Lord with a steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look um, to look for Saul. And when he had found him, um, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. This was a mockery, by the way. It was a way of mocking the followers of Jesus Christ, and they called them Christians. Wow. Now, in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there, were, there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did so, sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. Listen, people. As disciples of Jesus Christ, it is upon us to, number one, it is upon us to share, share the gospel. Share the gospel of truth. Because it don't matter denomination. Who came up with that thing anyway? As long as we're preaching one Jesus, glory be to God. It's my prayer that even as we go through the Bible, as we learn these things, we will proclaim it to the world. Through all mediums. Nowadays, it's social media. That's the biggest platform. So what is, what are people learning from your platforms? Yes, there's work-related things, cool. But the bottom line is, do people 
know who you are or will you say one day I'm a Christian they be like uh, what you what are your actions speaking because sometimes you don't even have to speak it out because the Bible says there are multitudes that are uh, we're surrounded by a multitude of the witnesses so what are your actions saying about you right wherever you enter go with that grace amen and if the Holy Spirit leads and someone starts a conversation and they see how you conduct yourself and be like I want what you have what is that I want that and now you can tell them about Jesus in this day and age talking about Jesus is a crime bro they hate Christians the world hate Christians because they do not understand the Bible says uh, the gospel of salvation is foolishness to those who are perishing so do not be offended when they don't get it they don't get it because it is what it is that's how it is it is foolishness to them but thanks be to God because as we plant seeds we are not the ones who cause them to grow it is God our work is to plant seeds others will water the seeds but God makes them grow shocking I found out recently that in a world where we have 7.5 billion people only 600 million are Christians that that math don't add up that math don't add up but again I remember the words just now I've been reminded of the words when Jesus said wide is the path that leads to death narrow is the path that leads to life Why is the path that leads to death? And many go through it. Many follow it. Narrow is the path that goes to life. And very few find it. But don't let it stop there. May we not stop there. May we, may we take it upon ourselves to make this path known. This path Because nowadays people are taking away the glory from God and giving it to the universe that the universe is aligning these things and universe is doing that while the universe is a created thing and in Colossians God says uh, in Colossians it is written that all things are servants of God even the universe the universe that people give glory to obeys God and it's a servant of God so the universe is not doing anything God is all right um, I'm sorry this podcast is an hour I only have a time limit a limit of an hour so um, I will not talk too much But as the Spirit leads, I will speak. Psalms 135, 1-21 Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Give praise, O servants of the Lord, who stands in the house of the Lord 
in the courts of the house of God. Praise the Lord for the Lord is good. Sing to his name for he is pleasant. For it is pleasant. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel, as his own possession. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does. In heaven and on earth, in the sea and all the deeps. He, he it is who makes the clouds rise in, at the end of the earth, who makes lightnings for rain and brings forth the winds from his storehouse. He was who struck down the firstborns of Egypt, both man and of beast. Who in your midst, O Egypt, sent signs and wonders against Pharaoh and all his servants? Who struck down many nations and killed mighty kings, Sihon, king of Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land as a heritage, a heritage to his people Israel. Your name, O Lord. First of all, when God taught, was telling uh, the children of Israel that he would give them nations for inheritance, he was not playing. He did just that. Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your renown, O Lord, throughout all ages. For the Lord will vindicate his people Amen. and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands. And let's not forget social media. They have mouths but do not speak. They have eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear. Nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. Those who make these idols become like these idols, and all those who trust in them. O house of Israel, blessed, uh, bless the Lord. O house of Aaron, bless the Lord. O house of Levi, bless the Lord. You who fear the Lord, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord from Zion, he who dwells in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. This is God's faithfulness, God's love, God's grace and mercy. This is powerful. This is powerful. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Our God is above all gods. Whatever the Lord pleases, He does. Look, <laughs> whatever God chooses to do, He does. Let's get that. And probably that is why many people do not subscribe to this faith of following Jesus because many a people we do not 
we do not um, we do not love to surrender we cannot surrender we cannot many of people cannot fathom how they can live their lives according to the the will of another being Whatever the Lord pleases, He does. In heaven and on earth, in the seas and all the deep. It's not your life. God's. It's just written in. Proverbs 17, 12 to 13. Let a man meet a she-bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. <laughs> a fool in his devising, in his way of thinking, in his folly. A fool is much more dangerous than a mother bear robbed of her cubs. If anyone returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Pay good for evil. Always. Always. That is the reading for today. My name is Saint Brendan. I'm a creator, a music producer, record engineer, an artist. You can find my social so find me in my socials Saint the Remnant on Instagram, Saint the Remnant on Facebook, Saint the Remnant on Twitter, and Last Remnant Beats on YouTube. Soon I may be recording this and posting it up on YouTube for easier access to but um, for now I will do what I can which is a podcast and as the Lord leads start posting on YouTube as I get equipment and uh, uh, yeah as I get equipment I'll start posting on YouTube and uh, yeah this has been through the Bible Recorded at Beautiful Feet Music Group, where each one, each one. Lord, we thank you for this session. You have spoken. We have seen that your word is yes and amen. Your word is constant. Your word is true. You are faithful. Even when we are faithless, you remain faithful. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that we have grown 
I pray that you you have reached the souls you had planned for this session to reach. That you have convicted the heart that you want to including mine. Father, if there's anything in my heart that is contrary to your word, if I am doing this for no other reason, for any other reason, but for your glory, Father, forgive me. Help us put down our idols. Social media is our idols for myself. Wealth is an idol for others. Fame is an idol for others. Help us put all these idols in their place, which is under your feet. And let us worship you and revere you and love you and you alone. Help us love the, uh, uh, the, the ones who have not known you yet. The people who have not come into contact with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us preach the gospel of Jesus Christ untainted, raw, without adding or removing any. 